I like to untie my shoes first. I left the cat in the back of the car. Now let's see. We're gonna start recording here pretty quick. Oh, that feels good. Don't you love to get your shoes on? Am I close enough to the mic? Um, you might be too close. You're really loud. And I go over. I'm the West Coast Wanderer. Are you going to introduce me, or do I introduce? Yeah, you? I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Oh, okay. Hold on. You Hold want on me? Oh, okay. Sorry. So, um, my name's Philip Randell. Hold on. Welcome to the Mad River Anthology. I'm Tim Ayers, known as the West Coast Wanderer, Senior Poet Laureate. Bill Randell travels the western United States attending open mics and selling his chapbooks. It's Poetry on the Road on this edition of the Mad River Anthology. Hello, Phil. Welcome. Philip. Philip. Yeah. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, my name is Philip Randell, and I'm a poet. I'm 72 years old. I wrote a book called West Coast Wanderer, mm-hmm. and that book is like leaves of grass in that I wrote it and I just keep rewriting it. Mm-hmm. And I travel with my cat. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I would bring, I brought you a little book mm-hmm. and um, got six poems in it. And um, This would be a chat book, I guess, huh? Is that what you put no, on? No, no, no. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's what I call a friend book. Friend book. I'm going to, well... I got a pop-up tent. Mm-hmm. I pull that in a trailer, and then I go around and I hand out my different books. And every town that I go to, I write a few poems about that town mm-hmm. and that area and the Indians in that area. Mm-hmm. You know, poems come from nature. Mm-hmm. It's natural to write poems. It's, I used to be a football coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played football at Southern Oregon, and I coached at Cottage Grove High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, then my wife died after a long time. She was an artist. She made mm-hmm. Sorry stuff. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, that she was an artist. Um, she made stuff out of junk. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, my You're cat. You're a football coach. Yeah. You're a football coach. Yeah, my cat. I came mm-hmm. across this cat a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? It was longer than that. It was about three years ago. Mm. Um, you want me to read a poem? Sure, why not? Let's read a poem. Lonely Diverging by Philip Randell. Poet. West Coast Wanderer. Lonely Diverging. That's the title. Two Roads diverged ahead in highway lines, and sorry I could not travel both. As I speeded by signs, looking at letters big and fine, hey, both directions beckoned hope. I kind of like that part. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere Ages and ages hence, two roads diverged at the Y, and I, I rolled on in the night on Nevada Highway 47, just me and Sissy. Amen. Sissy's my cat. How old are you again, 
Phil? Oh, well, boy, I sure feel older. I'm 72. 72, right. 72. Oh, man, yeah. So I like to, I, I, write, a, I write poetry on my knee. I have huh. a notebook. Always on your knee? Right on my, well, I have it on the seat. Oh, okay. You know, if you hear a song like the guy, his cat died or his dog died and his pickup died and his wife oh, left yeah. him. Country music. Yeah. Then yeah. You, sometimes that gets you inspired. Now, when yeah. I was younger, my uncle. Mm-hmm. You know, my uncle played for the Detroit Lions way back. Hmm. That's how I got interested. In what? Cats. Okay. I got an orange cat. Travel with the cat. Get to know a cat. I know this cat better than I know my wife. She's dead. Uh-huh. You want to hear this one? Yeah, let's, let's hear a poem. You know, you're pretty nice to have me on the radio. I think I met you down there on the plaza. You looked at my book. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, well, anyway. Yeah. The name of the, t- it's by Philip Ren. it's by Philip Rendell. Mm-hmm. Terrible sissy, that's my cat. Terrible sissy, sissy after birds. I have a I have a denture. That's I, you can't always understand me. Mm. Sissy, sissy, burning bright, in the empty lot of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? What the hammer? What the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil? What dead grasp dare its deadly terrors clasp? Sissy, sissy, burning bright in the empty lot of the night, what immortal hand or eye Dare frame thy fearful symmetry. Now that's a lot to say. An interesting final line there. What? Well, yeah, you know, I couldn't get the rhyme on that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, rhyming is kind of overrated anyway. I think there's room for everything in poetry, don't you think? Poetry comes from nature, and it ought to be short. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, nature is is quick to point out what it wants you to know. You know, I was at a truck stop outside of Seattle, and it was raining really hard, and the cat didn't want to come out to pee. So I just drove around, and she's kind of squirming around, and it, it let up. You know, it was like a little miracle that just stopped raining, just like that. I was driving around for about 20, 30 minutes. Uh-huh. And it sto- in Seattle, it stopped raining. July 4th. And so I pulled up to this little park, and I opened the door, and that cat streaked out of my car, and I grabbed my pad right then. And I put, I, there was just something. I knew something was going to happen. And I wrote this poem. Okay, let's now, hear this it. is a nature poem that's got an animal in it. Hmm. Trees are Pretty by Philip Randelp. I think I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. Beneath the arms of a city park tree, my golden cat covers with dirt her pee. Now, that's a necessary activity for a cat. And this tree wears 
a nest of robins in her hair. My cat leaps high into limbs and, well, snares a baby chick without a whim. Poems, as you know, are made by fools like me, but only God can make a cat pee. Um. Now, that's a natural poem. That comes from nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when we used to play football. Boy, that kids would run right over the top of each other. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you those are some brave, crazy kids. So, Phil, um, s- some of your work has a obviously a familiar ring to it. You've got... They're getting towards immortal, don't you think? In a way. It, yeah. 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 No, gonna... I'm not one of these guys that just has a pop-up tent. I got prospects. Mm-hmm. I used to coach. Could you tell me a little about your family? About... I can't find my water. Um, well, you know, my mom, my mom is kind of a crazy artist, and my dad was a banker, had a bank, and uh, he got it from his dad. Anyway, this is in Portland. My mom used to shave our heads, and she did that tattoo art on our heads, but it didn't last very long. It was that Sienna stuff or whatever it is, but it was way back. But she would do designs on her head and then take pictures of it. That was my mom. Um, well, let's move off the family for a minute. Oh, okay. Um, how'd you get interested in poetry? Well, now this is, this is one of the first poems I wrote here way back. After my wife died and I quit football, I didn't have nothing. And I met this woman that had a trailer. So we went down to Arizona to Yuma. And she took up painting, and that's when I took up poetry. That's been a long time. I wasn't even 65 then. I think I was uh, 62, 63... Let's see. It was wintertime. Well, we, um, we were in Yuma. How about, let's hear the poem. Oh, okay. Now, this is a, one of the first poems yeah. I wrote. I wrote it in the class there. I, I sort of like it. I did get some criticism. Mm. This is by Philip Rendep. This is saying. Now, that's, that's my title. And the teacher said you can have whatever title you want to a poem. Sure. This is saying. I have eaten... Now, I should, I have to preface this poem. Evidently. Uh, we used to take little excursions out, my, my girlfriend and I, in, in mm-hmm. my car. And we'd go out in the desert there in Yuma and then come back. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'd just sometimes jump into the car and go in the mornings without even brushing our dentures. We'd just go. Mm-hmm. We'd take our dentures, of course, because we want to eat something. But yeah. So, okay, so there mm-hmm. we are. We're in the car. This is saying, I have eaten the candy bar that was on the dash, and which you were probably saving for breakfast. Forgive me, it was delicious, so dark and so sweet. That was in Chico. Boy, it was a hot night. It was How, hot in Chico. What was the criticism? What, what? The criticism, well, now the teacher said that, that it was derivative somehow. Mm. And I never understood that. I have a poem... Diverging, that's the first poem. No. But it's not. He said it was derivative. Yeah. This is the big poem. You know I'm leaving you this book, right? Six poems to a friend. Okay, thank you. Guess I'm your friend, huh? Well, no, that's, you know, in the business. It's a title. It's a title. It's, right, right, It's an right. honor, honorary thing. 
You ever have weird dreams? Um, you know, maybe it's because I'm a poet. But I have some dandy dreams. I had a dream last night where this woman had a one of them spear, not a spear, but a long sword. She was a Chinese girl. And she decided she didn't want the sword, so she laid it down and she flew right in my dream. She's flying into a mountain, and I knew there was a tiger in there. Now, that makes me think of the poem earlier, but this poem has to do with my cat. Okay. That was, that was really good. I'm surprised you didn't write that up as a poem. You know, there's an idea. Yeah. You know, I read a lot. Mm-hmm. I read poetry even. It's hard to get through it. Yeah. My Snowy City Woods. Walking my cat through the snowy streets, I pulled her chain and halted to consider this moment of slanting sleet. But my cat looks back at me, insulted. And as I breathed in the chilly winter air, Sissy mews her despair. I suppose she wonders, have I lost my sense? Me stopping us whence on the coolest city night anywhere. Whose streets these are, I think I know, but they lounge in bars watching absurd TV shows. My cat gives her bell a shake as local wind and downy flake sweeps down the alley, sending freezing hands way up my valley. Oh, be brave, Philip, I say to myself. I have to tramp a long, long way before I can crawl into my car to sleep. It is far off, parked on a dark, dead-end street. Yes, and then I can sleep. Deep, deep. That's a poem. That's a poem. That's a full-bodied poem. I like that poem. There's something in that poem that I could get into that poem. It seemed that poem reached out to me and pulled me right in. Hmm. That's too bad. Have you, do you ever do poetry maybe like based on, say, um, other poetry? Kind of a... Oh, sure, I would if I could remember another poem. But, you know, I read them and I just, they go right out of my mind. Okay. You know, and when I'm writing poem, it's just me and the pad. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm 72 years old. Now, I went to school, Mm. played kick the can. I even went water skiing with the rich kids one time. I don't know why they invited me, but they did. And I went right on the Columbia River. And I remember waiting and waiting and waiting for those kids to come and pick me up. and, And it was two hours late and they still came. And then... Um, There's a poem in there somewhere, huh? Well, you know what? I'm old now, and I was young then. And it's funny to think about it. I am getting old, and, well, here's some thoughts that I have sometimes. Because I could not stop for death. Now, that's a title that'll stop you. This is by Philip Randell. Because I could not stop for death. Because I could not stop for death, He kindly stopped for me. The Chevy car held but just ourselves and immortality. 
we slowly drove. He knew no haste, and I had put away my labor and my leisure, too, for his civility. We paused before a house that seemed a swelling on the ground. Since then, tis centuries and yet feels shorter than a day. I first surmised the car's hood was nosed way out towards eternity. Hmm. That was by Philip Philip Randell. It sure was. Thank you. Have you uh have you won any awards? Um well I did. In nineteen eighty four I won the Comeback Coach of the Year Award. No, no, no. I mean like poetry. Any poetry awards? In poetry awards? Yeah. Well, you know what's funny, I just thought of it. I hadn't thought of it for a long time. When I was in the fourth grade I won a I won a poetry award and it was for a poem. And I guess I didn't understand the rules because they said I copied the poem. And even though I had gone up in front of the principal and all the kids and the teachers at the assembly and got the award, later they said that I had copied that poem. And so they took the award back. And so it was Mm. in the case and you could see my name had been scratched out Mm. because they had a list of all the kids' name. Hmm. And they scratched mine out. That's kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I understood the rules. Um, So I read somewhere where you'd won an award for being a senior poet laureate somewhere. Is that right? That was at the the Yuma Flats trailer park in Uh in Yuma. And they have an award there in 15 categories. And it's all for seniors. And I won the one for senior poet. Uh Uh-huh. And that was uh, that was nineteen. Well, no, that was two thousand and three, huh. or two. I think it was two thousand and two. I'm not. I'm not resting on my laurels. Okay. <clears throat> what are, What were the other awards for that they gave out? Uh, they gave out yeah. an award for macrame. Mm-hmm. They gave out an award for uh, watercolors. Mm. They gave out an award for babysitting. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, every night they have Jello there. I'm going to go down there. Um, I sell my books along the way. Uh, I don't have a girlfriend anymore, but I had the cat. I'm in Arcata tonight. If you want to go to the plaza tomorrow, you know I have the beard and the bushy eyebrows. I've got the white hair. and I, got, I wear tennis shoes and I don't wear socks. When I was in the military, I got stationed in Hawaii, and no one ever wore socks over there. So if they look for you, they're going to... They're gonna, what kind of car was it again? It's a Ford Fairlane. Ford Fairlane. Green and so. white. And the pop-up trailer, I'll have it popped up so you'll see a tent. I got my own little kitchen there. When I'm out, I can use the kitchen. Um, I got a solar shower. I hang off the back of the fair lane with the, with the pipe. So that's what they should look for if they want to find your books. And how many books do you have? Well, I'm not going to have the, pop- I'm going to have the pop-up tent up, but I'm not going to have the solar shower up. Right, right. But, and I have plenty of books. I have a lot of books. I self-publish them. It costs me a little bit. I'm not making a lot of money off uh-huh. this, but I have a little bit coming in. I got my Social Security, and I got my pension from the, the school district. What's What price range do we have on those books for people? Now, these books, they're a little pricey. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit pricey, but you got to remember, I've done some drawings in, drawings in them, and uh, they're a little bit pricey, but I got them up at eleven ninety five. You mm. think that's too much? 
No, it's I think it's fairly reasonable. Well, how yeah. how how many pages are in a, are in one of those? How many poems? Well, it's got eighty eight pages, but there's only eighteen poems. Because hmm. some of them I wrote out longhand, then photocopied it, and then got it to the printer. And they hmm. wanted to change it into type. Right, so people can read it. Yeah, well, yeah. but you know what? Have you ever read The Leaves of Grass in the original handwritten version? You know, he wrote part of that near Gettysburg where, you know, Lincoln gave a speech there. Yeah. Right at Gettysburg. Yeah. Now, there's a guy that was could have been a poet, I'll tell you. Yeah. That was Lincoln. Right. You know, that Lincoln guy. Mm-hmm. Are we all going over the time? Uh, well, I, I can edit a lot. Uh, I mean, if you're going to edit, you're going to change my words? No, 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 I wouldn't do that. I don't got to sign anything? No, 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 no. All right. I don't chew tobacco. Just a reminder, we're here with Phil Randell. Phil, and you know, I like to meet people. And lots mm. of people live in, in, you know, living in a tent. You're right there with the temperature change. And that might not seem important. I I got a poem in the book that we're selling. It's called Temperature High, Temperature Low. Temperature means go fast or means go slow. Uh-huh. Temperature in a house is the same. You know, I want to use the word louse in there. I'm, so I'm working on this one. I'm working is, on it. Was that a poem? Well, you know, that is, yeah, that's or a poem. Or an intro. Well, what were we doing? Um... So you were Senior Poet Laureate of what again? I can't remember. I was Senior Poet Laureate of Yuma Flats Trailer Park. Okay. And uh, So we're here with uh, Phil Randell, just a reminder. It's Philip. Uh, senior, Philip, Senior Poet Laureate of the Yuma Flats Trailer Park. I don't need to wear glasses. I wear them just because I like them. But. Mm. And uh, I, you could call me the West Coast Wonder. People have... The West Coast Wanderer. Yeah, it's yeah. got an extra ER in there. The West Coast Wanderer. Wanderer. You know, when I was a football coach, I kind of dropped some of my syllables. It's a different mm. life. I'm living a different life now. I'm telling you, I walk around. I'm in good shape. I got the trick knee, but I I got six poems here for you. Okay. How, how many have we heard so far? I can't remember. You've heard six. Do we hear all six? Yeah, you heard Yeah, you heard all six. Okay. Okay. Uh, so my sense is from a lot of these uh, these poems that I it's like they they came from somewhere else, didn't didn't they, Phil? Well, these po- yes, they sure did. I mean that's 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 my thinking too. They uh, they came from somewhere else. They. I was thinking more like they might have come from a library. Well, you know, I go right into the library. I, I'm pretty smart how I do that. You know, I I drive around and I look for an address and I go in the library and I say I live at that address. I bet you I can check out book in 20 cities. I could go down and get those library cards if you want to see them. I don't need to see them. I was thinking that's where a lot of this poetry came from, didn't it, Phil? No, I don't write any of it in the library. I like to read. I read the newspaper. Mm. I read magazines. And uh, a lot of people think that poetry is about self-expression. And they're dead wrong. Poetry, meaningful poetry, the kind that you're going to read when you're on the toilet is about the search for truth. I'll be at the plaza in Arcata, and I'll be at Old Town, I think they call it in Eureka, at 3 o'clock tomorrow, and I'll be at plaza until they ask me to go. You've been listening to Phil Randell. 
This has been the Mad River Anthology. I'm Tim I'm Anders. really grateful to be here. I'm 72 years old. I'm a clean old man. I don't chew tobacco, and I write poetry. If you have questions or comments about this program, please call our listener comment line at 826-6089. I would call in about the poet, Philip Randell, and I'm a wandering, I'm the wandering, I'm the West Coast wanderer. On our blog, you can find an online archive of past programs at madriveranthology.wordpress.com. The show is also available in iTunes. What the hell is iTunes? I don't know what that is. The Mad River Anthology airs the second and fourth Sundays of the month at 10 p.m. That's late at night. (laughs) Which Sundays are those? And is produced for KHSU, located at Humboldt State University in Arcata, California. We're on that campus right now. And I was talking to a janitor this morning, custodian, a lady with white hair. She had a brooch, and she had a thing, you know, a roller garbage can. And we were talking, and she was pointing out that they're building buildings here at this university, at Humble State, and enrollment's decreasing. She said that her granddaughter was told that she could not enroll this year, and her grades are fine, and they're building a soccer field. You put some dirt down, and you put some seed in there. That's a $50 million soccer field with dorms in it.